Welcome to the Camp Vibes Podcast. I'm your host, Christian Warren, and uh, I'm very excited for my guest today. We are here with um, a friend and a summer staffer coming into the summer of 2017, Michaela Fish. Michaela, how are you? I'm great. I botched the first recording of this podcast, so this is our second recording. Um, and forgive me asking the same questions, but really quickly, where did you just come from? I got back last night from Europe. I was there for a few months studying in Florence, Italy, um, making art, studying art, eating pasta. And why did you come into the office today? Well, I came in to turn in my paperwork. And Michaela, you might be the first staff member to turn in your paperwork. <laughs> That's good because I think I was the last one last summer. Yeah, okay. Well, Michaela, there is a reason why I wanted you on this podcast, and I didn't tell you about it because you seem nervous. Yeah. Um, and we learned in our first recording that I botched the first three minutes of this podcast, but you've never really listened to podcasts. No, I haven't. Yours was the first one. Are you going to re-listen to this one, or is it like you're one of those people that's too nervous to hear your own voice? I might in okay. like a week or two. Okay. <laughs> once it kind of settles down yeah. a little bit, once the dust settles. Well, that's good. Yeah. Um, so... You how you have a uh, I would say a good a healthy obsession with Frontier Ranch. Yeah, healthy. Let, let's walk through the history of um, what is why, what do you love about this place? What do you keep coming back for? Um, various reasons. I mean, I grew up coming to this camp as a camper when I was younger, and then um, I knew I wanted to work here. I didn't know in what capacity, but started in high school and then just kept working my way up the ladder. And so you went as a camper. Yes. Uh, how many summers? Four. Four summers. So one junior, three junior high. Yes. Do you remember any of your counselors? Yes. Can we uh, name them? Yes. What are what were their names? Uh, I had Rika Suavecita. I had High Five. I had Sweet Pea, and then I had Gutsbo. Sweet Pea. Okay. I can say this on here because her sister would not listen. Sweet Pea's sister, I, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure Sweet Pea's sister applied for camp and then ended up backing out last minute. Oh, really? Yes. Uh, I think I'm getting the right person correct. But Sweet Pea, um, that must have been right before you became a junior staff? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Makes sense. Yep. And do you remember which cabins you stayed in? Uh, I was in... Lazy Tea, Whispering Pines, Bear Claw, and I think Cheyenne. A. Wow. So, so you got cool. like all of it. I got the good ones. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so at some point in your – well, let's actually hunker down on your camper experience first. What was so special about Frontier? You know, it was just a good place to come during the summer with my friends. Um, it was different than all the other camps I did. All the other ones were sports camps, but this one was more like a personal, relational one and um, really strengthened my relationship with Christ when I was younger. This was like the solidifying point for me. Right. So. What were some, like, what's like two memories you remember from being a camper? Um, One... I would say we used to get milkshakes back Ooh. in the day. Yeah, I apologize for the milkshake <laughs> thing. That's my bad. Okay, don't don't hate. I won't. Um, 
So you you went down and got milkshakes. Yes. And that's just the memory or, or you know, it was just so fun. It was so fun. Your can or your counselors would tell you like save your four dollars and then we would all hike down the hill, grab milkshakes, go to the pool mm-hmm. and then have to do that awful pool trail back up. But they were so good. It was like this tree you gotta look forward to. For those of you that don't know how Mission Springs <laughs> operates, it's like so we have the pool which is at the bottom of the hill. And then past the pool is the milkshake area. And campers used to walk from the top of the mountain (laughs) all the way down to get milkshakes, get an insane sugar and dairy high, and then hike back up a hill and be basically passed out the rest of the afternoon. Yes. Is that how it went? Yes. Okay. Um, Some bozo. I can't believe he killed that program. (laughs) I wonder why. Uh, What was another great memory? Um, Did you do mini bikes as a camper? Yeah, I did mini bikes. They're okay. fine. No, like crazy accidents. Yeah, um, standard. Standard. Hopefully, yeah. Um, and also, I loved commando. Mm-hmm. That was something. You know, the counselors would always try and fake you out and say we weren't having it. So I heard this director came in a couple yeah. years ago, <laughs> <laughs> and I heard he killed that game. Yes, that too. Oh man. Okay, really quick. This has been the choppiest recording of a podcast of all time, and I don't know what the deal is, but for some reason it keeps telling me my disc is too slow, and I don't know what's going on, so I apologize, Michaela. It might sound a little choppy, but we're going to keep pushing forward, okay? Yes. Until I have to go. (laughs) Um, Okay, so sorry I killed Commando. I have reasonings for everything, Mm -hmm. but those were some favorite memories of yours. Yes. Um, You became a junior staff which used to be called, referred to as an LIT. Yeah. Uh, in what summer? Um, was it the summer before I was director? Because you worked under Brian at least one summer. I worked on him two summers. Okay, so you were then 2012, 2013. Yes. And how was that first summer? It was great. I mean, it's being like when we are called LITs, it was you know, short but sweet. I was only at camp for three weeks plus training, so only right. a month. Um, but and I, how'd you get the name Jiffy pop? Um, fun fact. My great grandfather is Orville Redenbacher. That old, Wait, old guy, like the, the popcorn guy, that popcorn guy okay. you see in the store. Yes. Um, so, you know, Jiffy pop's just a more fun name than being called Orville. So definitely. Yeah. Um, so you, uh, that was back when the naming ceremony is like you picked your own name, right? Yeah, and everyone just kind of yelled names at you. Right. Yeah, they just barked names at terrifying. you. It was terrifying. In tears. Yeah. And, um, so you became, as a 15-year-old, yeah. Jiffy Pop. Yes. And you loved it. Yes. It's a fun name. You, I feel like, are one of the few people that you would have just been a junior staffer for life, right? Yeah, potentially. <laughs> it was really fun. Yeah. It's a unique program. So this is controversial, but I figured I'll ask it. There was this... Now infamous, it's like it is what it is now, but some people spray painted a water tower. Yeah. Were you one of those people? Yeah, I was. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think it's still up there. One of my uh, favorite things is Nick, who we know. Yeah. um, His camp name's Dragon Slayer, and someone spray painted his name on there, but he He wasn't up there. Yeah, yeah. So you were a little bit of a rebellious junior staffer. You know, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know why we thought that was okay. Did you ever sneak into the kitchen and steal cookie dough? Uh, maybe. I mean, this is just an open air <laughs> conversation. Yes. Okay. Did you ever slide down the slip and slide with a mattress? 
Yes. <laughs> you see what I have to deal with? <laughs> I ask you these questions because they're important for you to know coming into this next I song, know, right? I know. What was like, what was the worst thing you did? Honestly, that was pretty much it. Well, okay. yeah. So you were a little rebellious. A little bit. Yeah. But nothing. Nothing too bad. Nothing too bad. Just all for fun. Yeah, sure. Totally. Just yeah. Like safety concerns. You yeah, know, you know. I mean, like, we oh, always yeah. had our coordinators with us. <laughs> right, exactly. Oh, we uh, saran wrapped a car once. That was fun. I did hear about that. Yeah. That's, that's funny. That was fun. Um, although, we don't do pranks at camp anymore, right? Yeah, I wonder who took that yeah. away. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I came on in 2014, mm-hmm. and you were kind of elite status at this point as a junior staff. Uh, back then, still called LITs. And you did... I believe you did all summer yeah i was a t2 that summer and you counseled at least one of those weeks right yeah i did actually and how was your very first counseling experience it was good it felt like a natural transition but it was definitely daunting actually being like the point person and in charge of these nine to ten girls like those are your kids and mm-hmm. you've got full responsibility of them but it was it was a rewarding week as always but that summer was hard for a lot of people, yes. myself included. Yeah. I asked our staff to change a lot of what they're used to and familiar with. Um, and for some reason, you were one of a few people that came back and wa- wanted to still work for me Yeah. Um, and serve at Frontier. So what made you want to come back to be a counselor? Because you were a great counselor and still are a great counselor. <laughs> but what, what made you want to come back and be a counselor? I just didn't think my time was done. Like. I was only through high school and I knew I wanted to be on full-time summer staff. Like that was always the goal and like the dream when I was little and to be that role model to more girls, like from the counselors that I had that I looked up to, I just wanted that opportunity. So it's 2017 and you have this perspective of, I wanted that opportunity as a kid and I wanted to become a counselor. There was nothing that was going to stop me from being a counselor. And fast forward to, I've never had a more difficult time finding counselors. Uh, What do you think changed? What's changed in people's desire to work at camp? Honestly, I think it's just the idea, like in college, everyone's pressing these ideas into you. Like you need to get internships. You need to get out into the workforce. Otherwise you're going to be left behind. And that's just everyone's mindset, building their resumes and getting letters of rec and all this sort of stuff. And that's just nobody talks about the other benefits working at camps or working with kids. It's always to better yourself in the long run. Totally. So So you counseled and you went back to school and you had plenty of opportunities to take other jobs over the summer, but you wanted to come back to camp yeah why why come back because it's just a special place like can you describe why it's special because because honestly i started this podcast because i don't quite i i feel it yeah i get it yeah i can't explain it yeah um i'll do my best i (laughs) i mean same sort of thing it's just you don't get an opportunity to live in a community of Christians very often or at all. I mean, growing up, like you live with your family and you go to high school and whatever you're dealt with, that's 
who you hang out with, who you live with. But, and even in college, like if you go to a public university, like you're with so many different kinds of kids, but camp is a place you can like intentionally choose to surround yourself with other like-minded Christian young adults, like have the same purpose and drive. And I think that's just one aspect of like why it's so special. Like we're all here working at camp because we love kids. We love Jesus. We love being able to network with one another. And some of my best friends have come out of working at camp. Totally. Me, just... me too. I, yeah. It's interesting. It's like when everybody comes together and achieves the same exact goal, something special is in there Yeah, and you can't quantify it. And you can't explain to a college student who's just about to graduate college or who thinks that they have to get a job in the workforce. You can't tell them. Like, it's so no. hard to explain how great it is. Yeah. Which is why it's so hard to recruit for camp because you, you can't put it into words. Right. I'll just play your part of the podcast every time <laughs> I go. Guys, listen up here. So. Hey, listen. So 2016, that was a hard summer for you. It was rough. Why? Um, I decided I wanted to take on the role of retail manager which was a new role it was only the second summer we had this position and um I think I'd been in the cabins long enough I mean through junior staffing and counseling that I wanted to again move up the ladder and live the lodge life um and is the lodge life (laughs) really all that glorious of a life it's nice yeah you know, the shower is only like a step away instead of like 30 feet. Yeah, true. <laughs> it's a bonus. But that being said, I think I just wanted to take on a new responsibility or more responsibility in general. And, you know, I thought I was an organized person and that I could handle running the camp store and the crafts and the snow cones. And that was all fine. But it was such a lonely job like it was just me I didn't have like a co-opposing person right to like bounce ideas off of or to work with it was just me in the store taking money from crazy campers with all of their candy so you did a good job thanks um you sold lots of products yeah and you know I tried to give you this perspective early on (laughs) And it's like, you're the only person at camp that gets to interact with every single kid. Yeah. There's not a, the only other role that kind of can do that is mini bikes. Right. Um, looking back on the summer, uh, your last week of camp, you got to counsel. Yeah. Cause you were so burnt out. <laughs> <laughs> um, but looking back on the summer, what did you learn? I think I just learned a... Because I saw a different Jiffy Pop, (laughs) and it was a good Jiffy Pop. That's good. I think I just learned more about myself. Like, I'm more of a people person and need to be... I'm more relational, and even though I did get to interact with every camper, it wasn't a conversation necessarily. It was just, like, telling them how much they owed me, and they wanted to get out of there. So, it... It got better, but I think I just realized that, like, this is my job and I have to make the best of it. And I still get to be at camp and be a part of this staff, but it's just not what I had initially thought it would be. Talk to me about camp drama. (laughs) Because sometimes it seems to follow you wherever you go. 
You know? How, how do you get mixed up in that? <laughs> um, it's inevitable. <laughs> I mean, you're living with, like, 20-year-olds. Uh-huh. And you're all in the same area for, what, nine to ten weeks, depending mm-hmm. on what you're working. And... You know, you live and breathe, eat and sleep together. Like, it's just a good Do you remember the conversation I had with you before 2016? Yeah, no drama. I said no drama. And you did a great job. <laughs> I tried. You really avoided it. And it kind of cost you some relationships. Yeah. And that's okay. Because you, yeah. you stayed away from drama, which is a good thing. Yeah. Why do you think drama is a thing at camp? Or maybe we're the only camp that has drama, but I highly doubt, <laughs> I that. doubt it. Yeah, well, you know, I don't know. I think it's just because it's such a confined space as well. Like, I mean, I have so many friends that they are great, but I would not necessarily ever want to live with them mm-hmm. and, and spend ten weeks with them, never not seeing. Them. Yes, yeah. like every single meal you have together, you're like, it's just really close quarters and i think that just causes stuff to happen yeah it's just inevitable a couple times (laughs) i i asked you to address some of that drama yes with roommates friends all the above Mm -hmm. and because i saw you growing into a leader and someone that came Still be friends with people and still call people out on, like, guys, this is ridiculous, right? Yeah. How'd that feel for you? Um, At first, I was hesitant towards it because I know what it's like if a peer comes up to you and tells you, like, hey, you're screwing up right now. It just doesn't feel good. It's like, why? What gives you the right to say this? Like, you're the same age as me. You're potentially doing the same things as me like why does that have to come from you so I think I was initially hesitant towards addressing certain issues with friends and peers because it's always an uncomfortable situation you don't want to hurt their feelings but it's also like hey you need to wake up um and it's not like I haven't had these conversations with you no (laughs) definitely not um I think I just realized that as like part of the role being on leadership and growing up and having like having hard conversations is about um, growing up and becoming a leader and just like showing more maturity, knowing how to handle those conversations and going about them in the right way, you know, not just like attacking the person, but. (laughs) So if I were to, if I were to say where the most camp drama comes from (laughs) is from our high school kids. Yeah. Uh, from our junior staff program yeah. simply because they're still growing up and I love them so much. They're yeah. such a part and a backbone of camp, but they just, as you know, drama can surround them. Not like, you know, it's, it's not stupid drama. It's yeah. camp drama. And everyone, yeah. if you know camp, you know camp drama. Yeah. It doesn't last for longer than like two or three days, but you kind of have to deal with it mm-hmm. in the moment some reason you have been pulling back and I've encouraged you to back away from drama. Mm-hmm. And now this summer you want to get right into the thick <laughs> of it and be our junior staff coordinator. Yes. What, what I feel like this is this long awaited job that you've always yes. wanted. Um, what, why, why, why do you want to be that? 
I loved my coordinators. Like when those three summers, I like the different coordinators, they're all so unique. They handled us in different ways. Like some were much more quiet and reserved and were better one-on-one. And then others were really good at coming up with activities and fun things for us to do, but each connected with us. And even still, like I'll get texts from them on my birthday. And that was like three, four years ago. I had them as coordinators. Like Mm -hmm. it's just like someone who is a few years older than you that is a good role model that can lead you and guide you and can also show you that, Hey, I'm struggling through life too. And I'm only a few years older than you. Like, let me help you through this. And I think this, what like being junior staff coordinator has always been like the cherry on top, like the Mm -hmm. ultimate job that I would want to have. It's like full circle. I think for me, like this, is where I wanted to end. I think full circle is you, co- you go back <laughs> to being like a counselor. I guess. <laughs> maybe. You're not quite in the five-timers club yet. So no, you got, you got one more summary. It feels like it. Oh, gosh. <laughs> you got one more summary. <laughs> but, okay, that is like – it's so great. Like that's the ideal junior staff coordinator is someone who maintains long-lasting relationships with these yeah. high school kids and guides them and leads them in their summer experience, right? Yeah. Um, I, I think you're going to do a great – great, great job. Thank you. And this summer we're, we're changing the program mm-hmm. a bit where we have two female coordinators. Cause we literally yeah. have like almost 50 girls. Holy moly. And a benefit to that is, is that there are going to be girls that relate to you and there are going to be girls that relate to Jerrica. Yeah. And you guys can lead them together and separately, you yes. know? Um, but what we're not going to do is sneak into the kitchen. Right. What we're not going to do is slide down the water slide. Right. <laughs> And the spray painting, we're definitely not going to no. do. But um, yeah, like like um, you're going to have a cool opportunity to invest in high school kids like you were invested in all right. those years ago. Yeah. Are you excited about it? Yes. Excited, nervous. I mean, it's like they're not nine, ten-year-old campers. They just love you no matter what. Like these are high schoolers that have attitude. and but you know. Some of them – are, like you get to see early stages of like leadership and yeah. servant nature. You just get to see that shine. Yes. yes. Um, are you prepared to get in the dish room again? Yes. Honestly, I love the kitchen. <laughs> okay, I good. love it. Good. Um, I think Boom Shakalaka is, is going to be in the kitchen. Like he's going to be Eric's role a little bit. This okay. Summer. So they're going to be led by him. Eric will be around good. as well. Yeah. Boss man. Boss man. So – um. You're going into 2017. Yeah. Um, what are two things you're excited about? I'm excited for a new staff, like every summer, just seeing who comes in and who I get to work with and the different environments and whatnot. I'll say this, and I'll say this too if I have any staff listening. It's going to be a lot of new people this summer. Good, good uh, sized new crew, which is a good thing. Yeah. It's always good to get it's new It's going to put you out of your comfort zone a little bit. Yeah, which I need that. It's how you grow. It's how you learn. Yep. So new staff and um, what else am I excited for? Being in this role, honestly, like being junior staff coordinator and getting to work with Jerrica and Ev, like I've got a lot of respect for them and I know like the three of us are going to work well together and we'll come up with some good stuff. So I'm just excited to see like how we end up leading these high schoolers and getting to create 
relationships with them and can I encourage you to do something? Yes. Every single junior staff write down their birthday and for the foreseeable future, text them on their birthday. I'm going to, that's yeah? the plan. Okay, good. It is. Cause those are those little moments that like mean so much. Yeah. And, uh, if you continue to do that, it's huge. You know, it is. that means the world to them. Mm-hmm. Um, like even, you know, those stupid Facebook messages yeah. that's like, happy birthday. When it's like an old counselor from Camp Hammer that does that for me, I'm like, he still remembers me, man. <laughs> you know, it's just like, it's yeah, a great feeling. It is. And I'm 30. <laughs> I know, because it means they took like a second out of their day to recognize you and they remember you and care about you. What are some things you're not looking forward to? Two things. Camp drama. <laughs> <laughs> And somehow it always surrounds oh, you, you know? I really don't try. I think actually in this role, it might not because you, you're you so focused on a group of people. Mm-hmm. I remember talking to um, like Mimic about it. And I think one of the reasons why he thrived last summer is because he couldn't he couldn't be the old version of Mimic, which like like skits he loved, but he couldn't yeah. always focus on skits and program and things like that. Like he had to do deal with kids. Yeah. And I just don't think you'll have the time to deal with whatever surrounds camp. Like you can kind of do your own thing. Yeah. Um. But I get it. Yeah. It's it's gonna be there, and that's gonna be okay. Are you gonna be in any skits this summer? You know, I might make some yeah. appearances. What's your favorite skit at Frontier? Oh, man. I love Africa. You still like Africa? I love okay. Africa. It's a classic. My favorite Africa skit was this past summer when I think it was Avenir and Synchro. And we did the uh-oh yes. character. This it, if No one knows what this is if you're listening, <laughs> but... It, that was a great skit. That I'll was. just leave it at that. People are like, this is so stupid. <laughs> All right, whatever. Um, what? What is your favorite – okay, we got the favorite skit, favorite yeah. worship song at Frontier. Ooh, honestly, last year when uh, Experiment did Good, Good Father. Okay. Fun, upbeat, oh, crazy. fun, hand, upbeat, crazy. Oh, one of those. Um, I love uh, You and I Can Climb Every Mountain. You know. and I can climb, climb every, every mountain. mountain. Yes, yes, we can. <laughs> and that's the one where it's like, ooh. Yeah. Okay, yeah. That's a great song. Um, good. Did you sing those songs as the camper? Yeah. Oh, crazy. Yeah. Uh, I will. I, I like that song. I like the song, um, whatever the song where it's like, you. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, which one is that one? I know what you mean. Oh, man. It's like. Oh, I am somebody. And, yeah, yeah. But then there's this part where it's like, you. <laughs> I do like that. Do you know the Bible rap in its entirety? Yes. And you you don't do what me and other staff members do and make up Bible verses no. midway through. You know the whole thing. I know the whole thing. Wow. Yep. I'm pretty certain Connor, who's supposed to be leading it this summer, does not know it. <laughs> Of course he doesn't. So you might need to help him out a okay, little bit. Okay, I could do that. Um, okay, what's one change at Frontier Ranch over the last three summers working together that you have enjoyed? Um, 
a change, a change, a change. Honestly, the new food system, the way we do meals, I really enjoy. So went from family style to buffet style. Yes. And I will agree. Yeah. I think that's my greatest accomplishment. Yes. <laughs> uh, what's been the hardest change? Um, if you say milkshakes. <laughs> <laughs> Always. Yeah. Um, I don't know what the hardest has been. It's just kind of like you take it as it comes. Mm-hmm. And it's only been little stuff. I know like the first summer you were trying out some crazy schedules and whatnot. And that was like rough for someone who was used to it one way. But I yeah. mean like little things here and there I don't think. Nothing like sticks out to me. Where like, oh, I wish it were back this way. I think it's all like to progress the camp and move forward. And you have a So vision. now you – get a small taste of leadership this summer yeah you get to lead a program yeah with jerica and ev Mm. and you get to make changes and you get to develop new things are you excited for that yeah you know i haven't like the three of us haven't talked a whole lot and we i mean maybe they've been talking i don't know but i mean i'm just excited to get to training week and sit down with them and with soli and i mean i've been trying to brainstorm like what would I want to do like what did I love when I was a junior staffer um like what do I think like would be beneficial for them um so I am excited to start brainstorming and getting into the nitty gritties with them I'm excited for you too I'm excited for you to look at how it was done when you were a camper Mm -hmm. I'm excited for you to look at how it was done last year and I'm excited for you to make changes and and continue to grow that program and I mean, the female applicants, it's crazy. Like we are turning people away. It's a great yeah. program. And you and Jerrica and Ev are the people to kind of lead that program into the future. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad that you didn't back out this summer. Cause there's, there's a small freak out moment in my part, um, where you were thinking about getting another job in yes. Westmont, but you're here. I'm here. I Last am. question. I've always wanted to know the answer to this. Oh, gosh. So you have a nose piercing. <laughs> yeah. And what's it called? The a septum piercing. Septum piercing, mm-hmm. which I dig. I'm into. Thanks. I had to call you one time because <laughs> the Mission Springs <laughs> handbook uh-huh. clearly lays out that uh, you can't have that specific type of piercing. Nose piercings, not septum <laughs> piercings. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yeah, it says you can't have any nose piercings, and then I've kind of since changed it, Okay, and people still aren't super comfortable with the septum. Yes. I had to call you, You and it was uncomfortable for me. Yeah. um, Because I personally don't care, but I I do uphold the standards at which Mission Springs has put in front of us. Mm Mm-hmm. I, fr- I was literally freaking out because uh, it was like the, that first conversation of like, I don't agree with this, but like I have to do this. How mad were you at me in the moment? I wasn't. I honestly wasn't. I kind of knew it was coming. I mean, when I got the piercing, I knew. I was like, I'm working at camp or even just like jobs, like professional settings in general. Like it's not a professional piercing, but one of the reasons why I got it is because I can – Flip, flip it, it into <laughs> yes. my nose and hide it. So you weren't mad at me? No, I wasn't mad. Honestly, I remember like I remember exactly where I was I when I got that exactly phone. Where I was. 
And I just remember, like, being totally fine with those. Like, you know, I kind of expected this. Like, you have to be professional. And I know if I were a parent and I was dropping my kid off and seeing her counselor with this piercing, I would definitely have some initial thoughts of, like, okay. like People prejudge, obviously, yeah, books by the cover. Totally. If they only knew what an amazing counselor you were no, and thanks. are. Um, Michaela, thanks for hanging with me today. Um, uh, I got a cruise. I got an interview Heck with another yeah. dude. Heck yeah. Um, cause we still need male counselors at Frontier Woo! Ranch, but thanks for the time. Hey, thanks for having me. Thanks for the surprise. Last question. All right. Least favorite item you sold in Frontier Bombs <laughs> last summer. <laughs> Least favorite item. Um, Probably the ice creams. The ice creams? Because they would just make the counter all wet and yeah, gross. True. Mm. You, I was, I worked there a couple days, like, I think genre got sick or whatever, and like, I hated the stupid Coke bottles. Yeah, those two, you have to open yeah, them. you have to open them for them. They're just like, can you help me with this? Like, oh gosh. All right, Michaela, thanks for the time. Hey, thanks. Mm-hmm.